0: Well, Chili, are you feeling mentally tough today?
1: I am. (laughs) This is a good one.
0: Why are are you feeling so mentally tough? I mean, I beat you off a lot at PT.
1: Well, I don't know. Are you feeling
0: mentally tough but physically weak?
1: You know what? I actually don't think I'm feeling real mentally tough. I haven't had to do anything hard today. Hard for me.
0: It looked awful. You looked like
1: you were having an awful hard time on that mountain bike. Well, <laughs> going downhill on some of those, I don't know how else to describe it. They're not technical, but. Bumpy. <laughs> little, A few bumps, a few rocks, few roots. Yeah, I mean, that ain't in my wheelhouse, that's for sure. And I probably wasn't real mentally tough because I was going, gosh, I hate mountain biking. <laughs>
0: I mean, there were, there were a few times that I stopped to wait for you and, um, I was about to turn around and, and go back to make sure you didn't, you were so far behind. It took you so long to catch up. I thought maybe you had wrecked out or got a flat tire or something. (laughs) I didn't expect you to go
1: that slow. Well, you know how it is. If there's a if there's a bump, just get ready to wait. After you roll over a few roots or something, just <laughs> don't keep going too far. You're just gonna have to stop and wait a second. What's but, going on with that? Are you are you not coordinated or what? I have Chad. I have no skills. Zero. I don't have any skills. I can't think of one. I have some ability to run fast and a long way, and to even ride a long way and climb well, but I have no skills. I- anything that's, I mean, you got to drive that thing around these rocks and stuff, man, <laughs> I, ca- I can't do it. I can, and I, I-, I want to get better at it, but it just ain't my thing. Like, I don't even like road biking, but I can't quit thinking about it because that's just basically... Set it and go, and you just got to drive hard for a long time. There's no maneuvering or skill involved. It's just it's just fitness and and working hard. Mountain biking, you got to have skill and. Well, I mean, I ain't got it.
0: I, I feel like um, I feel like this is a great opportunity for you to work on your mental toughness. Yeah, to get get a little more proficient on
1: on your mountain bike. Well, I, that's a good, you know what? That's another good discussion because.
0: It sounds like you're not having the right reaction to your lack of skills.
1: Well, I have no interest in getting better at mountain biking.
0: Well, I have an interest in it because I have to team PT with you every week. I know. So, so from that, well, from that perspective. You, you know, I want some legitimate competition, right? <laughs> You know, I really want that.
1: I have. I mean, seriously, if if you just look at things, the better you get, the better I'll be. That's true. Well, okay. Neither one of us has much of an interest in getting better at surfing. No, but we don't live on the coast. Well, okay. Skateboarding. I mean, you can think of activities. That I have no interest in getting better at. (laughs) Mountain biking is just one of them. But it's
0: all of a sudden become a part of your life.
1: Well, it has. So I guess that's put it into a new category for me. So you know what? Give me me about two months and I'll be better than you.
0: Are you going to invest in a bike? Well, I have
1: a fine bike. You just ain't seen it yet. You'll see it.
0: Y'all don't know this, but Chili's been riding his dad's bike for about the last two months now. (laughs) Jeff, I'm sorry, man. And he has been like Jeff is a mountain biker, Chili's dad. He's actually name is Chili's dad on Instagram. Um, and so Jeff rides a couple times a week. Well, Chili just hijacked his bike, brought it down here to Georgia and has been riding it at team PT and leaving it down here in Georgia for about the last month. Now it's been down here. It's a really nice bike. Like you can tell Jeff bought it because he wanted a good mountain bike. And, uh, Chili had just ragged this mountain bike out. I mean, that thing. It when he brought it down here the first time, it looked immaculate. And when he brought it back home two days ago, on our ride two days ago, I remember the tail end of our ride. We were coming back up the driveway, and every time Chili would crank the pedals, that bike would go. <laughs> <laughs> it has been
1: wrecked. It's like it got hit by a bus. Yeah, it has
0: been wrecked and just dogged out so hard with zero maintenance for the last two months that I, I think did. I think Jeff. I hope he's revoked your privileges because uh, apparently you have a different bike you are going to be
1: riding. Well, I revoked my own to be honest with you. I mean, he's he's cool, man. He don't care, but I told him. I said, I am sorry. I can't. I don't even feel right about just continuing to ride this unless I ain't can't can't get any better than this, and and not do this to it. So, you uh, know, I mean, I've I can. He's got an old mountain bike that I'm gonna use now, but I'm not investing in some nice bike like you and Blake just did. I just I'm not. I, I have the only time I've ridden a mountain bike in my life was years ago i mean more than once but i'm saying the only period was years and years ago when i was younger i had a nice little trek and and i wanted to ride it because my dad was into riding then and i mean i I did it uh, (laughs) more than a handful but not that many times with him and just i it just ain't my thing it ain't my style and so I got rid of that, and I haven't had a bike for years. And now mountain biking's come back into my life. In a big way. In a big way. A bigger way than I thought. So I've got to make a decision here. But that bike is fine. I'm going to keep using that. And I guess I'm going to have to start going riding on my own.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think you have to ride on your own. I mean, we ride enough that, that I think you, if you just change your attitude about it, <laughs> Well, and I... decide you want to get better at it. I think you'll. And your your swimming is also very very poor. So, you know, me and Chili have different perspectives on fitness. We've talked about this a little bit today. Um, by the way, Chili's just me and Chili have sh- set up shop as bachelors for a few days, and uh, so we're having all these philosophical conversations. <laughs> Which is what spurred on this podcast. Here in just a minute, we're gonna talk about if you can become more mentally tough as a human. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. But um
1: Yeah, dang, what was I gonna say? Well, we've been spending oh, different
0: time- different philosophies on fitness. Yeah. Okay. So my philosophy on fitness, if you want to talk about overall what I value as a fit person is it, it's that you have the ability to move your body across multiple surfaces, environments and terrain um using m- multiple modes of travel. Okay? So I'm talking about overall a picture My mindset is more, I need to get from here to where I want to go, and no matter what's in between me and there, I can get there efficiently, which means overall fitness is going to incorporate swimming, running, hiking, backpacking, uh, moving moving weight, uh, overall strength, you know and, and then also swimming because what do we have we, the, the two the two services that we have is water and land you're gonna be moving across one of the two that's why you know I think swimming isn't it, maybe it's just I'm biased because I'm a seal and sea air and land that's how we operated as seals we had to be proficient um, in all those aspects. And then we talk about the modes of travel. That's where the bike comes in. The bike is a legitimate and effective mode of travel,
1: Well, in my opinion. What you're describing here is how to be overall fit, more well-rounded. I don't disagree with much of that, if any. I, I mean,
0: Is that important, though, as a human being?
1: Yes, know? but I have spent the last 22 years of my life trying to specialize in running. Yeah, So that's the differences. I mean, I don't disagree that that's needed or that that's how you would do it to be more fit at all. I just, I have chosen, particularly in the last several years, to just focus on getting really good at one thing. And that's what I tried to do. Which
0: is, is it, I think that is a route. I, I just wonder, well, though, if that's the right route because...
1: Well, not for overall fitness. It's certainly not.
0: But, like, I wonder if you, if you became more well-rounded... If you would, I wonder how, I wonder if you would be a better runner. Cause you were saying earlier about the, uh, you, you know, some people that have went from ultra running to the kind of the triathlon stuff. Yeah. And then when they came back to running,
1: they were better runners. Well, that's true. So, I I mean, (laughs) but I don't know if you're more well-rounded, are you a better runner? I mean, it seems like the simple answer is no. I mean, you get it's true that you get better at running primarily by running. You think so? Well, I I, I mean, I would say I know so. Like, if you want to get better at mountain biking, you're going to get better primarily by mountain biking. If you want to get better at swimming, running a lot is not going to directly help you get better at swimming as much as swimming is going to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I think someone who runs a ton and never swims, versus someone who never runs, or swims, or does anything, who's going to swim better? The one who runs a lot, right? Neither one of them ever swim, Mm -hmm. but the one who runs a lot is going to be a better swimmer than the person who does nothing. So that's how I think it helps, but I don't, no, I don't think swimming and biking would directly help my running, it would just help me be a a more well-rounded athlete, which is a valuable thing, and i want but it's been difficult to, you know, just dis- decides not the right word because I made a decision. But I mean, I'm tempted to put on muscle, uh, get
0: well. That, there's another. I mean, there's another yeah. aspect of you know fitness because you may need to get from here to there, and you may have to swim, you may have to climb, you may have to run, you may find a bike, you may have to ride that thing. But then you also may able to you may run into somebody that wants to stop you, <laughs> and you need to be able to punch them in their freaking face,
1: and continue mission. Yeah, a little well, muscle helps with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it helps it to be more effective. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll punch you in the face, but it may, may, may not slow anybody down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, I agree. I agree. It's tough, and I I mean I. I Maybe you disagree. I think that if you had to do one exercise for the rest of your life, you could only do one. That's so easy to pick running for me. And not even just because I like it, because it is the overall best thing for t- to be able to do anything.
0: If you can only pick one.
1: Like if you could yeah. only pick one, it's the foundation of everything. I mean, we have two legs that are meant to run, in my opinion. it's It's natural. It's... Uh, it's an effective mode of travel that doesn't require any equipment. Like, if you could only pick one, you know. It's something you could all, you could do in any situation. I mean, be a great mountain biker, but somehow not have access to a bike. Don't do any good. Yeah. Y- you know, I, I think it's a far superior if you had to pick one. But with the other tools we have, I think you can get better at running. Or, or it can help you be a more well-rounded athlete at, at the very least. But well, I
0: think it can help you become. I think it definitely helps you, as far as your durability
1: goes, longevity yeah. and durability. Well, I think strength training helps with running. Yeah, I've always said that. That's why I, I strength train more than I mountain bike for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I've always thought that that helps. Uh,
0: well, you know where our perspectives diverge. the The reason that the reason that I view fitness overall capability it goes beyond fitness for me i'm literally i'm literally training as a as a warrior yeah yes okay so i need to even stop calling it fitness because that's not what i'm interested in right um there there's one point but really the main divergence of our our goals it we diverge at a single word it's called speed Speed does not appeal to me. Mm. nor am I nor am I concerned with speed. Now, when I say speed, I still want to be able to move quickly. Uh, but you want to be primarily, I think, fast. You were saying that yesterday, you haven't really delved. you you haven't maximized your capability. In the speed arena. Yeah. And
1: that's really where where we diverge. Well, where we diverge is... is, I think you can even say it better than that, honestly. Like, I want to be more well-rounded in order to be a better, you know, warrior, too. I mean, if that's... what, Because I think that's necessary. And there's this weird pull in me lately, too, that just feels like that is important. But... Because it's hard to get out of my head, this goal of just being a better runner. I mean, that's just been drilled into me mm-hmm. by by me. But uh, you don't care anything about specializing like that. I mean, that's how we diverge. You don't. That's right. You don't care yeah. anything about that. Speed is a specialty. Yeah, yeah, it's a specialty, and that's just what I've just you know. You don't. You don't really care about trying to. See where your max potential is in. Well, you do on one level, but at least speed. I mean, at, right. You know, yeah. I, I just. I don't know. My goals would have to change because if you're gonna be well-rounded, it's hard to specialize in any one thing and get the most out of yourself in that thing.
0: You're exactly right. I mean, because that's that's where that's where I am. You yeah. know, I can I could go I can go out and and. And win a hundred mile race. Oh, yeah. I can go out and win a fifty K race. I'm not gonna go out and win western states. Right. I'm not gonna go out and win uh some, you know, twenty four hour record or, or something like that because you know, that because I'm not specializing in, in any specific thing and I, I don't know, man. I guess it's just to me drilled into um I guess it goes back to my roots of of being a balanced warrior is capable of moving my body and the equipment needed across all surfaces yeah. by any modes of travel that are available. Why do you think you're feeling the pull to go to, are, are you in what's that pull? Is it, are you enjoying? Cause that's the way we train Yeah. when we do team PT. That's how we are not training to specialize in anything. We're training as warriors, pr- pretty much on a consistent basis. So, is it something you're enjoying? Is it what is this? I pull? was
1: feeling that pull. Uh, I mean, going back way before we even started doing PTs together. I don't know. It's hard to explain where it's coming from. It's almost like I have this feeling that I'm going to be fighting.
0: You think it's in preparation for the collapse of the empire? <laughs>
1: I mean, it very well may be. Yeah. Like, because I've thought a lot about that intellectually, but I mean, this is a, a feeling in my core that I'm going to be fighting, you know? And I mean, it's different than even thinking about it intellectually. It's just like something that that is stirring up in me. So I don't know. That's that's interesting. And I I've, I can notice the difference. Going back a year or more, two years ago, uh well really even longer than that actually <laughs> but I guess it's really become prevalent now I don't know what it is but I think I think it's wise to be prepared to fight in every way that that there is to to fight yeah I mean in any possible way that you can conceive of I think it's worthwhile
0: Yeah I agree man I agree, and and by the way, guys, uh, I hope that we never have to fight um, right. because fighting means that some of us will die, and I don't want to lose my buddies. I don't want to lose the people that I love. Hope to God we never have to fight, um, but it's our obligation, I think, to stand ready just in case. So, you know, the empire's already collapsed. We're just living in a illusion right now, an illusion being upheld by multiple facets of mm-hmm. society. So, oh, and that's interesting to me, man. Two, two, yeah, I mean, two different philosophies, two totally different ways to train, it's, yeah. you know, I mean, and prioritize.
1: Well, it's really simple. You know, you're going to have somebody that's really good at one thing but not that great at maybe everything else i mean you're gonna have different abilities different talents but and then you're gonna have somebody who's really good at a lot of things but not great at any one thing i mean that's just a personal choice you know Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's tough for me to not want to try to go be great at something but then you see a lot of things really lack when you do that.
0: That's right. If you're going to be really great at something, it's going to be to the
1: detriment
0: of all other things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you could still actually be pretty good at other things, certain things, but I mean, it, you're going to really be lacking in some areas that a guy who focuses on being well-rounded will be at least good at mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And that's valuable, man.
0: Yeah, it is. That's why I love these cross country Style like Team PTs that we do, you know, is because it does. It requires you to be so well-rounded. That's, like I say, that's the way we train at Team PT. That's our priority, I think, is being well-rounded. And it doesn't mean at a Team PT, we may just do a long cross-country mountain bike. But the next day at Team PT, we may be doing a run. And the next day at Team PT, we may do be doing a swim. And the next day we may be... So we're hitting all aspects, man.
1: Well, and I think you should focus on your weaknesses. Uh, I wish I had one.
0: <laughs> I well, mean, I, I can't think of... The, where What? Where would you say... The crap, man. Okay. where? <laughs> what, what would you say? I, I want you to diagnose my weakness.
1: Well, even if you don't have a weakness in a sense of something that you're like bad at... You could get better. You're better at running than you are swimming, right now. I would say, yeah. But I don't. You guys won't push me at swimming. I have to have
0: team members that are going to help me become a. Because if I'm just lapping you guys in the pool, I have no incentive to get better at swimming. Because I'm like, all right. If we do wind up in a situation where we are a platoon element and we do have to make legitimate. Movement in order to conduct a mission as a team, I'm just going to be freaking treading water waiting on these guys the whole time anyways. I'm asking you to diagnose my weakness.
1: Well, I mean... I've clearly diagnosed yours. You're, <laughs> so you're trying to ask... But that's what I said yesterday. You're just trying to ask what are, are we better at than you are? Uh, because you're no metric, I'm asking
0: uh, where can I in where can I improve as a platoon member at three seven project
1: swimming I just said it uh, yes you're better than us but you could still improve we just have farther to go I mean I don't even know you're asking what are we better at than you is what you're really asking
0: yeah yeah because
1: yeah we yeah. we all we
0: we really need okay. to try to get the playing field as level as possible
1: climbing uh in running or even riding really like go do a long climb i mean that's my style you know yeah we'll get better at that i'll work on the downhills and the technical stuff and okay. the swimming and everything else and that's weightlifting what? and uh <laughs> and skateboarding and throwing darts and playing ping pong oh, no.
0: wait till we start throwing shooting into our Ppts oh, pts gosh wait wait till we start throwing these long range shots and and Pistol rifle into our team, which PTs. I
1: enjoy that or the thought of that. But I that's mean, that's just
0: gonna be another thing, Chili. Gotta work. Dude, on. <laughs> you better start, dude. You better start getting up to speed with this piddly crap <laughs> that you're dealing with right now, like swimming and mountain biking and crossfitting. Because we're about to throw, we're, we're gonna keep adding, yeah, dynamics to this team PT,
1: and we should yeah but uh well even crossfit man if you just do a crossfit workout that's tailored to your strength that don't prove nothing no but because none of
0: them are we go to the gym the work the the, the crossfit yeah. workout is is predetermined yeah that that's the, the valuable part about being a gym member
1: and there ain't been many that have been tailored to chili no i've never seen one well <laughs> right. what, what,
0: what would a crossfit workout look like that was tailored to
1: Chile? 10 mile run uphill yeah probably like a, that would be the wad probably like a big uh climb yeah just a long climb that was about 30 miles and you come back and do 10 push-ups <laughs> or pull-ups i are pretty Up. good at pull-ups i mean yeah i i'm not that bad really at pull-ups but yeah i mean like 10 pull-ups uh 50k Run with ten thousand feet of gain, and then ten pull-ups. <laughs> 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 Little circuit. That's Chili's wad.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Ain't man. nobody doing that one. No, you ain't never gonna see that in a CrossFit gym. Son. Don't they
1: name their workouts?
0: Oh yeah, that one's the Chili. You didn't name it, Chili. What was that? Ten push-ups. What? Let's do pull-ups. Ten yeah. pull-ups. Fifty K run. Fifty K, and ten pull-ups. Yep. That's the chili. That's the chili. Dang, boy.
1: Who wants to try that? Well, you got real
0: creative with that one. I can come up with some more, but I think I think yeah, that's pretty legit, man. Yeah. All we have to do at at the at the 37 Project 50K is just put a pull-up bar out there and people can have the option to do the chili. <laughs>
1: that's true. let us know. I mean, everybody should let us know if you want to do the chili. You won't just get your first ultra in you'll get a nice crossfit workout you can be the first to do it that's right we
0: should we all right we need to get a actually there may be a place out there a limb or something yeah we'll find where we can do this so remind me of this we're gonna we're gonna give racers the option to do the chili all right that sounds good to me okay that's like a double. If you do the chili, that's like eating a double decker oatmeal cream pie. Because you're getting a CrossFit workout plus an ultra marathon all in the same day. That's pretty awesome to That's me. pretty legit. And somebody's going to set the world record for the chili. Somebody's going to set the world record for the chili on September 11th.
1: Well, unless it depends. We got to do the chili one day. And establish a time. Well, That's a good point. Everybody to shoot for.
0: We may do that one day before the race. Pretty interesting. Well, dang. We got a little off topic there. Yeah. (laughs) Dang. We're already 27 minutes into this episode. We ain't talked one ounce about mental toughness. No, we haven't. Um, Oh, by the way, this podcast is brought to you by Salty Britches. If you didn't know what Salty Britches is, then you must be just listening to this podcast for the first time because Salty Britches has sponsored this podcast and me as an athlete for quite a while now, well over a year. Salty Britches is an anti-chafing cream. It is the anti-chafing cream. Uh, Let me tell you why I use Salty Britches. Well, primarily because it works and chafing sucks. Uh, Yeah, I've had my fair share of chafing uh, in years prior when I didn't have any salty britches and go ahead. I know some of y'all have gotten chafing. All right, go ahead and get you some right there in between your legs, son. Mm -mm. It's rough. So salty britches is a valuable product, anti-chafing cream. It works. Uh, I have what I like to put it on my feet, uh, and on all the regular spots that would generally chafe on me and on a long, hot, sweaty, salty run. Um, and yeah, it, it, one application has got me through a hundred mile race. Never had to reapply it. Uh, if you do reapply it, it ain't gonna hurt nothing, but this stuff stays on. It continues to work. And another great thing about salty britches is it's just owned. It was, it's owned and it was invented by a wonderful human being. Amy's been on our podcast. So, uh, if you want to check Amy out and see what she's all about, go back and listen to her podcast on the three seven podcast and, you know, there's plenty there there are a few other anti chafing creams in the ultra running endurance sports world. And most of them are hippie liberals. And uh, you know, I'm just not gonna buy their anti I look just thank God we have salty britches. Because if not, I would just be chafing because I wouldn't buy the other crap. Right. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't buy it. So, go check them out online at getsaltybritches.com. On Instagram, they're at getsaltybritches. I'll attach their website link and the uh, and also a pro code for you guys if you want to get you some salty britches uh, for your next adventure. This stuff works for all kinds of people. They actually, Amy developed this for her son out on the beach in the salt water. He liked to surf and he was getting chaffage out there surfing. So even in that environment, it's a great product. I just keep a, I keep some in my truck, keep some in my running box, and um, use it all the time. It's awesome. Works, Man, you can use it on your face for wind burn, yeah. all kinds of different uses for it. Just a great piece of kit to have. So Salty Bridges, thank you for sponsoring this episode of the Seven Podcast. Yeah, dude, we were supposed to be talking about mental toughness. This is a mental toughness series. Let we'll me let me it. let me tell you about a time I wasn't mentally tough, all right? This is a time that I was not mentally tough. In buds in third phase, there was a there was a thing called camp surf. And what camp surf was is if we as a class, if we screwed something up during the day, bad enough We had to sleep at Camp Surf. So what that looked like was the whole class would, once the day was over, or the the night, whatever, the training day was over, that could be in the middle of the night, but once you you were supposed to be able to go into the barracks and lay in your bed and get some rest, instead you went down to the beach in front of the instructor building, which was called the Hell Box, on San Clemente Island, third phase of buds, the instructors live in the hell box, and when the day's over, they all go into the hell box, and most of them get hammered, drunk, and just stay up all night, and you know, do that deal, man. I mean, you're out on the, you're out on an island. They call it the Rock. There's nothing out there but cactus and water. That's it. And so you go to the beach out in front of the hell box and you have to sleep on the beach. But the caveat is, all right, first of all, one caveat, it was November, so it was cold. And every hour on the hour at Camp Surf, the, an, an instructor would come out on the back porch of the hell box and shoot a flare off in the air. And when that flare went off, every hour on the hour, it went up into the air and illuminated the whole beach. And all of us students had to run down into the surf zone, lay down in the freezing cold water, completely submerge ourselves, get soaking wet, and then we could come back up onto the beach and lay back down on the nice, soft sand. (laughs) until the next hour came around and the next flare popped off. And so you guys can, I hope, um, have some understanding of how miserable that was. Not only did you not sleep, but you were freezing. You had been working and training all day. You didn't sleep. You were freezing cold, laying on a freezing cold beach that's covered in sand that's sticking to every part of you. Because you're soaking wet. You never dry out. And that's Camp Surf. Well, one of these times that we had Camp Surf, uh, I told my my LPO, class LPO, with, uh, on the island, you have to post a watch. There's a little, uh, it's just a part of being out there. You have to have somebody on watch all the time. And so, you know, that's a rotating deal. And I told my LPO, I said, look, man, I will stand watch all night long because I knew if I could go up there and stand watch, at least I I wouldn't sleep at all, but at least I wouldn't have to hit the freaking surf every hour on the hour. And um, that didn't end up happening. There was already some people that were scheduled to stand watch. But you know I was buddies with my LPO and I thought maybe he'll hook me up, you know. So <laughs> so that was a time in my life that I'm ashamed of that I was not very mentally tough. Instead of taking camp surf like a man, I was I was beat down and I was not in the mood and I decided I wanted to at least ask if I could stand watch all night. <laughs> and uh, it didn't work out anyways. So, um, wow. yeah, there's a time that I wasn't very mentally tough, but just figured I'd, I've never shared that story with anybody before. And Hey, that's, I, I grew from that. You know what I mean? You look back on that experience and you say, you know what, that wasn't the right, that, that really wasn't the right thing to do in that moment, knowing that that super stressful discomfort was
1: on its way. Well yeah, I mean you you definitely could have could have been less mentally tough than you even were. I mean, it's not like that was some huge thing where you tried to quit. Well, I mean you tried to get out of getting in the water anymore. But I I wasn't gonna quit. I was gonna take it if that
0: was my only option. But I
1: mean, looking back at it, it is something that you probably are like, Man, I shouldn't have I should've just took it, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. So even mentally tough people
0: now at this point in seal training, I was this was the end of seal training. yeah so like the hard part, the hard part, what people think is hard was supposedly over. what you don't understand is your entire career as a seal just continuously gets harder and um, so even mentally tough
1: people have moments of weakness. Oh yeah well and and to call back to the last episode, Uh, mentally tough people are typically not mentally tough about everything, you know? So you'll have moments of weakness and, and you'll also have some things that you just, you just slap don't want to do and try to avoid at all costs. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's nobody's, uh, a perfect example of being mentally tough and, at all times, in all situations, at all things, so. That's it, man. Well, as we delve
0: into this topic of um, how, how, first of all, there's two theories here of this mental toughness. Are you born with it, or is it something that you can achieve? At some, at at really any stage in life. Mm -hmm. Can you one day wake up and say, you know what? I'm a freaking puss. I want to become more mentally tough.
1: Can you do that? I don't know, man. I really don't. It's so hard to answer that. It sure does seem like you're born with it in some ways it seems that I, I mean i don't know do you think i mean do you what do you think right off the cuff i so i'm leaning more toward
0: it's something that you can achieve so let what we'll i'll make i'll make my case for that and then i want you to give your perspective on that too and then maybe in the next episode, we'll talk through our lives going way back and, and see, search out the topic of, is it something you're born with? Because I know that's the way you're leaning. So
1: I don't know if I'm leaning one way or the other. It's tough, man.
0: All right. So if this is, if this mental toughness is a decision that we can make at some point in our lives that we want to become. More mentally tough. Essentially, how 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 if if this is something that we can achieve, how do we achieve it? Like, where do you where do you start?
1: Well, you don't start on Instagram. No, that ain't the place to start.
0: No, um, that's right. You're you're, you're exactly right. You know, if this is something that we can achieve, I believe I if we if we want to make that statement, I believe it is something that must be achieved over the course of a long period of time. It's not something that we can decide that we want to do, become more mentally tough and achieve it in a short term. We that that can't be said as a short term goal. Because I think the the primary means to achieve mental toughness, if that e- even is a-, a reality, if we can even do that, the primary means is putting in the reps. It's putting in the reps. And it's developing that muscle memory. Our brain is a muscle. All right? It's, de- it's-, it's developing the muscle memory that is mental toughness. Um. It's it's resetting. It's like reforming our default to the stressor that we're experiencing in life. And Chili said, "You don't start on Instagram." Now, what does he mean by that? I, I kind of know what he means. Yeah. Um. If you decide you're if, if you've decided for yourself. That you're a mentally tough person. <laughs> a lot of people have decided that for themselves that they they're they're mentally tough. They they now they, they have no backing. Uh, maybe they've done a couple of things here and there, but they 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 have no consistent record uh, of being in extremely difficult situations and reacting properly. But say you've decided you're mentally tough or you want to become mentally tough and you choose to set some goal for yourself that's going to help you get a rep in or maybe prove that you are mentally tough you don't go on Instagram and talk about it you you, you, you just you it don't work that way man we've 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 done an episode about the I think about the power. I don't know if we've done one or not about the power of the spoken word and how people confuse that of like, you've set some really difficult goal for yourself and you can speak it. You can speak the result into existence. That's not how the power of the spoken word works. right? You don't go on Instagram and start making these claims or whatever social media thing and, and think that by you making those claims, it requires some amount of courage or, or, or maybe it's going to, to help you achieve the result that you have, you know, that, that you want to achieve. It don't work that way, man. Um, and here's the thing. It, it requires no courage or no mental toughness. It doesn't require any of that to go and spout your crap online because I do not give a crap what you have to say about what you're going to do while you're sitting in a climate controlled environment with a clean collared shirt on and your hair done and you're you're just the sun shining and you're happy and you're full and you're healthy and nothing hurts and there's no i don't care what you say about what you're going to do it's 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 meaningless it's a worthless statement
1: it doesn't work well really what you're going to do is worthless period yeah what you say you're going to do? I mean, do it then we'll talk. You know, I, I don't. I, I think it's a bad sign when you even feel the need to go on Instagram or some social media and tell people what you're going to do. Uh, like in terms of make these bold claims uh, uh, of how the of how it's going to shake out. That's right. Th- that's a bad sign.
0: Now, if you want to go on social media and tell someone that you're going to do a race or yeah. something, so that they can follow along and like, they know Well, that, that's a different, that that's different. That's not what we're talking about here. Right. Chili yeah. hit the nail on the head. It's making these bold claims about goals that you've set for yourself.
1: Yeah. Say of, of well, of how it's going to turn out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know how the, I mean, any race that I plan on winning, I don't know that I'm going to win. I can't make a claim on, I think it's really foolish and arrogant to say, I'm going to do this at this race. I'm going to win. I'm going to run under this time. I mean, that's in God's hands.
0: I think some people think that though, that that's going to help them on race day. Because Mm. no, no, those claims that you make in your climate controlled environment with your clean clothes on and your tummy full of food are not going to help you. No. At all. All right. No. They're not going to help you. If we're going to become mentally tough, our objective is to build this proper reaction to discomfort or stress into the fibers of our being. Our objective should be to make this mentally tough person who we are. Your objective should be, this is who I am going to be. This is, I I have to literally, this has to be woven into my soul and spirit. All right? Yeah. So that way, going back to our original conversation, when it is woven into who you are, and it is simply who you are, then you get to the point. Where you have the opportunity to show that you are mentally tough. And it's not a choice. Again, we're right. going back to our original conversation. When it's woven into the fibers of your being, you're not thinking about the other option. Right. You default to the right thing. Yeah. It's, That's what it looks like. It's uh, a habit. Let me tell you what it doesn't look like. All right. I've seen this before. All right. We're trying to be more mentally tough we're trying to maybe prove to ourselves that we're mentally tough we are we're trying to prove that we are who we say we are what that doesn't look like is you relying on some external motivator to help push you through the hard stuff now That can be music. That can be, uh, okay, I've seen this at a race before. I've seen an individual that's out on a race, and this individual has flashcards with motivational statements or Bible verses or whatever it may be written on the flashcards. And when it gets tough, they have to look at their flashcards. That ain't gonna get you nowhere, man. It it just it just ain't, man. Like, maybe in the very infancy of your journey to become a mentally tough person, that might be required. Like, I was asked a question the other day. I was given a podcast interview, and the person said, um, the host of the podcast asked me said, "You know, Chad, you have a lot of mantras. Don't die in the chair. Don't give your pain a voice. Be hard when it gets hard. You know, you you have a lot of mantras." And uh he said, "You know, do you go to these mantras when when things get hard?" And I said, "No." "No, I don't go to those. Those mantras, they that is me. I don't go to them." I don't have to say them. I don't have to recall them. I don't have to recite them. That is who I am. Are you guys grasping this concept here? This this is this is what we are striving to achieve. Um I was asked by the same person on the podcast interview, "Are there certain scriptures that you go to and and recite or read when things get really hard?" And quite honestly, no, I, I've I've never done that. Like that is me. I am a Christian. I, I read Scripture every day. I know the concepts of Scripture. I know what Scripture asks of me. And it it's it's who I am. I don't have to go and recite the verse or read the verse in the moment of difficulty. It is the Holy Spirit lives in me. He sustains me. It is me. The mantras don't have to be recalled. <clears throat> They're cool. And I think there is, a again, a place in the beginning of your journey that you may need this posted on your mirror in the morning, right? But you want to work your way out of that place to where you need that posted on your mirror in the morning and you need to look at that in the morning in order to carry out or live out that principle. You want to work your way out of that place. When you've actually reached the point that we're talking about where it is who you are, you should be able to tear that thing
1: off your mirror because you no longer need it because it is who you are. Well, the mirror example is a good example because... Obviously, most people don't cover up their entire mirror with those sayings. But picture it like that. Picture it like every time you walk into your bathroom and you see that mirror, you can't even see yourself because you've got a big poster that says, be hard when it gets hard over it. And that's what you look at every morning. You need to get to the point where you take that off and look at you in the mirror because you are hard when things get hard. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not... It, it, I mean, I can't say it any better than he just said it, <laughs> but... I like that. I like that analogy, though. Yeah, I mean, it, you. It, it's... I'm not dogging somebody who's... And Chad's not either. No, I'm I, saying I can, there
0: cause a, there's a place for it. Yeah,
1: like, especially people who read Bible verses when things get tough, I mean, or, or like have them with them. I mean, th- there's nothing inherently wrong with that but we're talking about if you want to be somebody who doesn't have to use any external motivators who you are mentally tough just that's you then yeah you have to you don't you don't need anything like you need the you need the the relationship with god but that's in you like you don't need external motivators you don't need to look down at something that has a mantra written on it to get you through something i mean in fact it doesn't really help at all. I mean, it, it may like, it doesn't help at all. Like, I guess, you know, you may re- look down and five seconds for five seconds, just be like, nah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and put a few hard strides in. And then you're already back to, Oh, my knee still hurts. Oh my, uh, you know, I'm still tired. Oh, I'm dehydrated. Everything. I mean, everything comes back. Like it, it has to be you that doesn't care about those things. No, nobody can do it for you. You're not going to go, another aspect of social media, you're not going to go on social media and hear some motivational speaker that that they will not ever say something to where you hear it and it changes your mindset or it makes you mentally tough. You're exactly no, right. it, it won't happen. It's not going to make a sustainable impact. It won't happen. It just won't. Because... It has to be you, not something you hear. Well, that's a that's a
0: great fallacy that's portrayed around this whole topic of mindset and mental toughness. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen the five steps to the more mental the better mentality? <laughs> the seven steps to mental toughness? It's, the, it's the just the
1: motivational speech. It's just seven steps. Yeah, that's it all it is. Can't you be get that it that seven steps. Can't be it, that hard. You
0: don't need to put you don't you don't even
1: need to put you don't need to put the reps in. No. It's seven steps. Yeah. And most of them don't include any doing nothing. No. Like actually you can be a coach after that. Yeah. Certified. Level 1.
0: 100%. Now you get <laughs> you do that seven steps twice, you're going to be on top of the game, son.
1: I mean, I, it's funny to me, but I don't know that it's funny to everybody. Like there's a large part of the population seeking these answers on these topics that think that crap works. You just, ha- I don't, I mean, I don't know how to drive it through the people's heads that it doesn't work that way. The only way is to put yourself in those situations. Like you said, do the reps. Yeah. You know, you have to place yourself in situations where you know you're going to be required to to show some mental toughness. I mean, you you know it's coming. Yep. So we'll
0: talk about that. What the reps look like, and you know what you know what I think when I see the the individual out on the race course with flashcards. They think, ain't mentally. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Boy, I hope it don't get too rough, because <laughs> you know that's going to be the end of his day. <laughs> no, nah. that's immediately. What a professional thinks, yeah. What I mean, a professional, someone who is who lives this—that's what they think when they see the person with the flashcards. Well, it's just a bad sign, man. It's 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 an automatic disqualifier. Yeah. In my mind, same goes for music. Yeah. I I love music, but it's so ridiculous how dependent people are on music.
1: Well, really what this comes down to is what are you dependent on to be mentally tough? And if you're dependent on anything, anything, you need to work
0: your way out of that dependence. Yeah.
1: And and we're not saying you're not dependent on God to get you through something. We're not saying that. I mean, you are. I can do nothing without his strength. But you're not dependent on like trying to read something that's going to motivate you. That's exactly. what we're saying. Exactly. That's I think what, it's
0: good to clarify that. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: that's all we're saying. You know, you're you're not going to quit thinking you're going to read anything, even scripture, that's just going to motivate you to get something hard done and win or whatever you think it's going to do. Yeah. Like, that ain't it.
0: It might get you through a moment. Yeah. Like Chili said, it might get you through a moment. But if you want to be consistent, it has to be in the makeup of your Body, soul, and spirit. Yeah. You know, it has to be woven in. You know, we talk about how do we get it? We say, well, you got to put in the reps. What What does that mean? I mean, the the immediate thing that comes to my mind is the whole, I just sent out a dang email the other day, that the title of the email, to our, our we have an email list. If you go on the, the website, 307project.com, you can sign up for it and, I don't send out a lot of big group emails, just every now and then. But the title of that email is "Train Like You Fight," and that, to me, is is the mantra that essentially encompasses this concept of putting the reps in. Is training like you're train like you fight? You have to be intentional about seeking out environments activities, challenges, um, whatever you have to train in in whatever arena you have to be intentional about seeking those things out, going out, putting in the work, doing your best to, to be mentally tough throughout the duration of that event. Right. And then being honest with yourself at the end and allowing the people who are there with you, your teammates, to be honest with you about really how did you do? You know,
1: that's the only way that we can improve. Yeah. Well, you know, a big part of training like you fight is actually training. <laughs> I mean, I, I see the a lot of people that don't put in any work and then they go run a marathon or something and they're like, I did this. On, I haven't ran in six months. And I still finished, you know. Look how tough I am. I, know, I mean, no. You. there's so much wrong with that. I mean, you didn't, you're proud that you didn't come close to your ability in that race. I mean, if you had trained, you would have performed way better. Yeah. Like, it's not a mark of virtue that you were able to finish. Your, I mean, I could, a lot of people could do that but I, there's no why would you mm-hmm. train and and be good i mean here's the deal you train like you fight because you have no choice you're going to fight like you train that's it man <laughs> you're going to fall back to the muscle your, memory man yeah yeah so yeah. so that that's that's why you train like you fight because you have no other choice other than to fight how you you know how you've trained, how you've trained. uh so I mean, think about that. You know, if you're if you're going to sacrifice, I mean, I call it a sacrifice. You know, your training, like not put in any effort to it. Don't expect you're going to fight worth a crap, because there's no way you can. You really can't
0: because you don't have the reps, man. Right. Which is it's the reps is the only way to achieve this state of mental toughness where it just simply is who you are. And when we're talking about reps, guys, we're talking about tens of thousands of reps before you get to the point that, I'm talking about tens of thousands of good reps before you get to the point that this just is you. And when crap hits the fan, there's not a choice that needs to be made. The right choice is your default. All right. I, I mean, that's my opinion. I I I I think it it is tens of thousands of reps.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and where where this gets confusing in people's minds, I believe, is they may see somebody who they have put in a lot of reps, let's say, or, 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 okay. They see somebody who has done no work and they themselves have done a lot of work and they still get beat by that person, you know, and, and, and that confuses them. Well, there is differences in level, levels of natural talent. Yeah. And you can get, you can be pretty dang tough and get beat by somebody who ain't that tough just because they're pretty talented. Yeah. Uh, that, that exists. I mean and I don't know how to make you feel better about that because that's just the harsh reality of life but that's no excuse to like like if you feel like you're not talented or or, or whatever to to not put in the reps I mean get as good as you can get and and the results th- this is this is why it's not super important to be res- or maybe it's wrong to be results oriented kind of how I'm wired because there are p- plenty of people more talented than me. And if it's only about a result in anything I do, you know, I'm not going to win everything I do. But I, you can always handle that and, and, and proceed.
0: With Adhere to the proper Mentally standard. tough, yeah. Yeah. So. That's exactly right, man. Yeah. You know, uh, a great way to level the playing field and see where true mental toughness shines through the it is through exposure to the elements to be oh, yeah. to be totally honest with you man that that's why that's an interesting thing that you brought up you talk about um the outcome of a race and and maybe you get maybe you've put in more work but you got beat by somebody who put in less work but has more natural talent that's not an indicator of mental toughness there, okay? So understand that that is not a gauge. The the result aspect is not a gauge. I say the elements, natural elements, are a great indicator of mental toughness because, uh, you know, there is no natural talent involved in dealing with multiple days of cold, nasty, wet, just... That type of stuff. There's no natural talent involved in that. The elements are a great indicator yeah. of exposure to that is a great indicator of how mentally tough somebody actually is. Well, that's why I love that wilderness environment so much, man.
1: Yeah, and that's as why. as a training place. That's why I said I think in the, it was the first, the first one we did of this, that I, I prefer every race to be like the crappiest conditions there can be. I mean I really do mm. cuz I mean time goes out the window. I prefer that. I want it to be where you can't even run. It's so slick and muddy. I mean, people fold up like chairs, dude. I, I, it's awesome.
0: You I I see now why you like that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's awesome, dude. Like
0: it it, t- it lessens it greatly decreases any advantage that that anyone possesses through
1: natural talent. Well, it may even be an advantage that I have through natural talent. I mean, I don't think I'm super no. talented, but like it I may I may be somebody that would would do well in good conditions, but I still like the the nasty because because people fold, man. It's, it levels the playing field. Yeah, it's awesome. There it is.
0: Yeah. The elements are great, man, for that. Yeah. Now guys, I'm not saying When we talk about putting in the reps, and we talk about that the elements being a great indicator of your mental toughness and not just natural talent or ability, I'm not saying that you should go out into the wilderness in nasty cold environments and attempt this. Oh, I am. Well, I'm saying, (laughs) I'm telling people this that are listening. This you have to have a level of training knowledge and equipment in order to do this. So, don't just go out and attempt to climb some freaking massive mountain in the middle of the winter time because you might die on accident. Yeah, well, so,
1: that's for real. I mean, Yeah,
0: you have to be trained, all right? So, again, it all goes back to training. If I look back and think where where the reps started for me, man, the reps for me started in uh, if we're going to talk this route, again, we're not even saying that this is an actual reality that, that you can become mentally tough. We're going to explore the other side of that later on. But the rep started for me when I was probably like 13 years old and I started coon hunting and I was exposed to the elements. I was exposed to sleep deprivation. Uh, cold, wind, rain, coon hunting. You do it at night. You turn this dog loose. This dog may go 50 yards or he may go five miles before he trees a raccoon. And you have to go and get the dog. He might cross a river. He might go over three mountains. It may start coming a thunderstorm. It may start snowing. You You never knew. But you had the obligation to go get that dog after you. And that, that, if I can trace back, at least in my, I'm sure there were things that my mother and father trained me, ways they trained me earlier on, but of my memory uh, of manhood as an adult, that was the beginning of the reps for me, of being exposed to these situations, scenarios, elements, and uh, put in situations where I might have to push through some hard situations and make the right decision and adhere to the standard, which was my obligation to my dog to go get him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then from there, obviously progressing through SEAL training for me and then the SEAL teams, the the scenarios ramped way up and the price you had to pay if you made the wrong decisions Went way up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So though the it's been it's it's been constant reps for me to now be in this place where it just is who I am, man. There's no there 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 is no making the wrong decision.
1: Right. Well, yeah. I mean, would you say it's impossible for you to make? The wrong decision now or to falter no i mean that's a tough question no because i don't think it's impossible i mean it's what's well, certainly not impossible for me. I, I mean i, I think, make mistakes i but. think it is
0: still possible now, and now and and we're talking we're talking about this in the parameters of in a lot of ways physical discomfort yeah which, which is also wrapped into mis- mental discomfort right yeah um I think it is a possibility for me to show some moments of weakness. Yeah. In 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 that, um, this is my wheelhouse, man. I've spent my entire life forging, like, mental toughness through physical challenge. Yeah. All right. <laughs> or, or or even or even problem solving. I, I mean, it, this is all. It's all tied together. The body and the soul is tied together. All right. Now, I think for me to get to a point where I did turn inward and I started making very poor decisions and forgetting about my teammates and just doing what most people do very early on, I think I would have to be very near to death Yeah. before that happened. Yeah. I don't know that I could proceed all the way to the point of
1: death because I've never been there before, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I don't. You know, it's interesting too when you say turn inward, because that is what most people do. But even when I can think back to mistakes I've made, I was probably turning inward in ways that I wasn't even really conscious of and aware of. But it's not even that. Sometimes it's just like, oh, we could get into that later. It's a, it's weird. I don't know. But no, I think so. I think, I think it's possible, it's always possible for anybody to falter and and, and in terms of faltering in, in other ways of being mentally tough, I mean, I do it every day. Like, I get frustrated in the car driving when I'm behind somebody going too slow. That's not being mentally tough. You know? That's, so I, That's I, so true, man. So yeah, I falter in that way a lot with being mentally tough. That's and so true. I think a lot of, <laughs> I mean, not that it's an, not that it is an excuse for me, but Put me on QuickBooks, man. Put me on QuickBooks. Oh, yeah. You ain't going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, I'll be pulling my hair out,
0: man. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I can't even use... I shouldn't even use the tax example because the taxes... I don't like being stole. I don't like people stealing from me, right? Yeah. I don't like
1: state-sponsored
0: theft. (laughs) So, I can't even use that one anymore. Put QuickBooks as the example. Well,
1: let's just quit calling it taxes. Let's just call it state sponsored theft. Okay. Everyone will know what we mean now.
0: All right. You guys, you guys get that. All right. So, how do we get it? How do we become mentally tough? If that's even a possibility, it is tens of thousands of reps training like we fight, legitimate reps doing the best that we can to not rely on external motivators. All right? And then after the rep, you're making an honest assessment of how you can improve and you're implementing those improvements along the way. Rep after rep after rep. You starting off slow, right? You're starting off where maybe the if the if the decision goes bad, if you do if you do falter, there's not a big price to pay, and you're building upon that, right? till you get to the point where you're in situations where you have to make the right decision, and if you don't, you're going to pay a high price, all right? And again, your ultimate goal is to work yourself out of the mindset where you have to have your flash card or your music or something that you're going to externally, in order to guide you in that decision-making process as a mentally tough human being. Reps, man, years, not the seven steps. Go well. You know what? Maybe there's a go talk to um, go talk to Tony Robbins or um. There, there's a dozen of them out there. Go talk to them, man. Maybe that go take their seven steps. Mm -hmm. Tell me how it works out for you next time you see me.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Tony Robbins, he's done a lot of hard stuff. Oh
0: man. (laughs) Hard life. That guy, man, I think it was homeless and then he wasn't homeless. And now he's got seven steps. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we'll talk about uh, the other side of this on the next episode because there is again an argument about that you can't you just can't develop this through reps all right we'll talk about that and i think we may also talk about mental toughness and and faith and how those two things correlate enough said